This is LBC from Global, leading Britain's conversation with Ian Dale. Four minutes past nine on LBC. It's Ian Dale with you until ten. You know the phrase, if you don't learn from history, you are condemned to repeat it. Well, um, I wish Joe Biden would learn from history because yesterday he effectively tried to emulate Neville Chamberlain. He was appeasing Vladimir Putin, which I think he's been doing, frankly, ever since he became president. And he effectively said that, oh, well, if, if Russia only does a minor incursion into Ukraine, we won't really see that as an invasion and we won't take as serious, there won't be as serious consequences as if, as if it was a full invasion. Now, how do you think that was read in the Kremlin? Well, I know exactly how it would have been read in the Kremlin. It would have been read as weakness. It was a bit like Neville Chamberlain um, basically saying about, the Sud- about Czechoslovakia and the Sudetenland, it's a faraway country about which we know nothing. That worked out well, didn't it? And all the indications are most people expect that the Russians are going to invade Ukraine at some point in the very near future. Now, I would like to see a US president standing up to that. I'm not suggesting that we in the West should go to war over Ukraine, but I I don't think demonstrating signs of weakness is actually going to help anybody, particularly the Ukrainians. And that is the conclusion that Vladimir sorry, Volodymyr Zelensky has uh, come to. He's the president of Ukraine and he has criticised Joe Biden. The president has tweeted, this is the Ukrainian president, there are no minor incursions, just as there are no minor casualties and little grief from the loss of loved ones. Now, we all know that Russia has 100,000 troops stationed near the border. Well, I keep asking, well, if they're not there to launch an invasion, what are they doing there? What is their purpose? Well, Joe Biden has, to his credit, rode back on those comments today in the White House. And we're going to get the latest from Simon Marks, our Washington correspondent, in just a moment. But I want to know what you make of Joe Biden's foreign policy, particularly with regard to Ukraine. Has he committed the cardinal sin of giving the green light to a dictator to invade another country? Is he Neville Chamberlain reincarnated, which I recognise is a slightly incendiary question, but I think all the evidence is there to make a judgment, isn't it? 0345 6060 973. Well, I trailed him a few seconds ago. Here he is, Simon Marks. Tell us what's been happening today. Well, Ian, I have in my hands a piece of paper and I'm going to read the (laughs) script that's written on it. If you had sat through Joe Biden's two-hour press conference yesterday, yes, two hours, you would have come away thinking that when it comes to Ukraine, he cannot keep his story straight. There was the Joe Biden confidently predicting the Russians are about to invade. My guess is he will move in. He has to do something. There was the Joe Biden who said he doesn't have a clue what the Russian president is going to do. I don't think he's made up his mind yet. There was the Joe Biden who said it's all a bit of a coin toss over there in Moscow. I suspect it matters which side of the bed he gets up on in the morning as to exactly what he's going to do. And then there was the American leader who, out of nowhere, suddenly suggested that a low-level incursion of Ukrainian territory by Russian forces might be okay. Russia will be held accountable if it invades, and it depends on what it does. It's one thing if it's a minor incursion and then we end up having a fight about what to do and not do, etc. But if they actually do what they're capable of doing with the force amassed on the border, 
It is going to be a disaster for Russia. The White House has now spent 24 hours cleaning up that disaster for President Biden. It is not U.S. policy to suggest that a low-level incursion by Russian forces into Ukraine might be all right. The mere suggestion enraged the government in Kiev, with President Zelensky fuming on Twitter that there are no minor incursions. Nor, according to the State Department, are there any divisions among NATO allies about what level of response Russia can expect to receive if its forces pierce the frontier in any way. So, this morning at the White House, what the Americans call the do-over. I've been absolutely clear with President Putin. He has no misunderstanding. If any, any assembled Russian units move across the Ukrainian border, that is an invasion. In Berlin, it fell to Secretary of State Antony Blinken after meeting British, German and French counterparts to grab the mop and clean up the president's mess. Russia justifies its actions by claiming that Ukraine somehow poses a threat to its security. This turns reality on its head. Ukraine isn't the aggressor here. Ukraine is just trying to survive. Tomorrow, Secretary of State Blinken will be in Geneva for crisis talks with Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov. He is a wily veteran of the foreign policy scene who must, like many Washington foreign policy hands, be wondering whether President Biden is truly across the Ukraine brief. Russia, the president insists, knows exactly where he stands, except in that news conference yesterday, Ian, he meandered all over the shop. As you've amply demonstrated, Simon, thank you very much indeed. That's Simon Marks, LBC's Washington correspondent.